Hey, why can't you breed a bald eagle with an eel? <laughs> That's a visual. Why? Because that would be illegal. Ooh, dad joke. Not even of a the chuckle. Day. Not even a chuckle. Not wow, even you'd, a chuckle. You'd have won. But looking at you, <laughs> now I'm chuckling because you look so like just so hurt, so so oh, dejected. My dad joke. <laughs> I don't know where I got that one from, but anyway. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Fameless Last Words. I'm sitting here with my sidekick and great pal Greg. Hop along Greg. Hop along Greg. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Mike. Hi Mike. <laughs> hey Greg. Hey, uh, when you go to a home improvement store and your items, like say a 4x8 sheet of paneling, doesn't fit in your car, what's the appropriate way to deal with that? We all know exactly what that is, Mike. You strap it down appropriately because that's like a sale on top of that car. You must do it. You have to. You can tie it down and make it secure. Yep. That's what I tell my boys when they're, I show them how to do it. I'll, I told them how to use the, the proper, you know, tie, tie downs, yeah, a trucker's ratchets, hitch, yeah, everything. Sure. Ratchet right. it down. Yep. Well, that's not what we did. No, of course it's not. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be way too responsible. <laughs> you want to tell this one? Well, I, don't, I think I got a bad rap personally. But yeah, I'll tell it. So was it? Um, you'll get a bad rap because you're telling it, or you'll get, get a bad, bad rap. I get a bad rap because it was my call. So, um, well, it wasn't just my call because you were the idiot that went along with it. But the but was we think we're doing flooring in your place. We had, it was Luan. Yeah, right? it was Luan. Right. It's like uh, the, uh, the, the eighth inch. Uh, yeah, plywood you know, sheets of yeah yeah. You got paneling flooring. We're doing flooring in your house, and uh, as I'm sure everyone knows, you know, we used to we don't know anything we're doing. We're fairly logical guys, but we have no idea what we're doing. So we, we decided that it would be unfair to uh, do all the work in your place and screw it all up and then go and do it mine later once we know what we're doing. So we trade it off. We do your yeah. roof and fuck it up, and then we do my roof and get it right. We do your floor. Well, my floor, do it wrong, your floor, whatever. We trade back yeah, and forth. Sure. Yeah, um, And so basically we guaranteed that both our houses were half screwed up. And uh, so we were doing flooring in your place, but maybe the bathroom. I don't remember where it was, the upstairs bathroom. But uh, – so we fly down to uh, Home Depot and realize that we forgot the straps. And uh, so we bought a couple of sheets of Luan, I don't know, two, three, four, whatever it was. It's like you said, eighth inch thick, yeah. four by eight, no big deal. Right, light. And <laughs> you're looking at me, it's like, Greg, we have to go back and get, we need to go and buy a strap or we need to go and do something. And I'm looking at you like, you lose your man card. I'm not cutting the corner off. You lose your freaking man card. What the hell are you talking about? Be a freaking man. Well, and I don't think we realized. I mean, there's like this bucket full of orange, you know, oh, yeah, it was synthetic all free. twine yeah. that's all there. That, that, that's that's all free. But yeah, and, and we had your, I think it was your Volvo station wagon or, or oh, something. Oh, yeah, the right? Beast. The, the, yeah. Maybe that, that, that green, green one. That green one. That had yeah. four inch clearance because there's no shots yeah. or anything on it. Well, yeah. you, you did have a bungee cord. Um, was there one? Oh, you're right. I think there was a bungee cord. Well, you're responsible. Yeah, right. Sure. Because the big bright plan was we'll put the bungee cord around the center, the center of it. Yeah, or toward the back, and we will drive home from Home Depot back to the house in the middle of winter time. And we're just gonna hold the rest of it down. Yeah. with our arms out the window. We're strapping guys. We can handle that. Right. Right. Yeah. Sure. So, <laughs> I remember it became a it it became a battle of wills. It's like, it, it did. <laughs> who can hold longer? We're driving down, roll the windows down, no big deal. Pull out of the parking lot, go to the stoplight. Things are light, going great. Everything's going fine. No problem. Nothing. We turn left, 
Another stoplight, no problem. We get through the intersection, no problem. Now we're gaining speed. Now there's traffic behind us. It's the winter time. My hands are going numb. <laughs> I figure, okay, I'm at a point now where I'm not too worried about it. I'm starting to look at him. Well, and and one of us is one of us has one hand on the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> and I, I'm look. I, I want to pull over. I know we're doing the wrong thing, but I'm looking at Mike and. He is purposefully, I'm telling a story like you're not here. <laughs> and you're, you're, I remember you like refusing to look at me. You're looking forward. You're like, and your arms out there, your arms all turn them blue because it's so freaking cold. But you are not looking at me and you're not giving up. I'm like, this son of a bitch, I'm not going to be the one that stops. <laughs> Veins in my arm. <laughs> popping out. Uh, popping out. Yep, we almost lost it. Remember one time I'm looking in the back. I wanted to slow down, but there's all these cars behind us. And I'm like, no, hell no. We're a couple miles from home. Let's just get it done. And go downhill. And that thing almost took the car. We almost took off as a car with a sail lifting us up off the ground. And I don't know how we held on to it. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, the material wasn't that heavy, but, um, but yeah, just, that was to, stupid. just to hold that down. Yeah. That was a, that was a, that was a dumb decision for sure. And, uh, I, it, what I do remember is when we got home, I mean, it, I, I don't, I don't remember exactly how long those sheets stayed on the roof because there was, there was no chance I was moving them because, I, I got out of the car and my hand <laughs> yeah, was like in the form of a claw and cramped up. I couldn't straighten my fingers out. <laughs> you know, I couldn't straighten my arm at my elbow. You had so. to use your left hand to drink the beer. I remember that. <laughs> That's actually, you raise a good point because I am left-handed, but sitting in the passenger seat, we were on the wrong side of the car. You're right-handed. I'm left-handed. That's what we should have. Uh, see, see, as adults, yeah, we would have gotten we that just right. We would have figured this sides. out. God damn it. <laughs> well, I got a project this weekend. I'm in. <laughs> All right, I'll drive. <laughs> Greg? Michael? Do you think most people simply pay their tickets when they get stopped for speeding? Of course they do. They bitch about it and they pay it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, I think there's probably a segment of the population that would challenge a speeding ticket in court. I've done it. I've done it. Um, I've done it too many times. <laughs> <laughs> In my case, I was driving uh, years ago. I think I was still uh, I was, a young. I was, I was young. I was probably early early twenties. I had uh, Angela in the car with me, of course, and my sister was in the back seat. But I had always been told or heard somewhere that if you get pulled over for speeding, you can ask the officer to see the to see their radar. Of course, you can. And so I kind of nutted up and, and, you know, <laughs> put the window down and I say, hey, officer, can I, you mind if I take a look at that radar? <laughs> and he, <laughs> he let you, he said, well, I don't have to, but, uh, I will show you. And, uh, sure enough, I think it was a 35 and I was going like 42 or something like that. You're breaking the law. And I go, what's, the law. I go what's that speed underneath that? That one says 47. And he goes, that's me coming the other way. And I go. Oh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> and so I get my ticket, and I had it in my head. I am going to fight this. I, I'm getting man. pulled over for speeding, <laughs> and he was going faster than I was. And so uh, and so I did. I, I went to court and never even got to the part of the docket or whatever. And uh, the officer was there and saw me and pulled me aside, and he goes, Hey, um, you're here to fight this ticket? And I said, Well, yeah, this is what, what was going on. And they just let me go. <laughs> Did they really? Point, yeah. Yeah. They said, all right. I don't know if you felt bad or, 
Um, and you know what? Maybe it wasn't the officer. It might have been an officer of the court or yeah, somebody the, the said DA. he didn't yeah. show up or, yeah. or whatever. But yeah. So I didn't, even, I didn't even have to stand before the judge. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Because you know what happened to me when I tested that? Yes, I know. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're setting me up. <laughs> I'm, I'm all pissed off that that's what you got. So here's what I get. I'm driving the green machine, right? The, the, the Volvo. The Volvo bottoming out everywhere, right? And whoop, whoop. Like, oh, you got to be kidding me. So I get pulled over. Officer comes over and she knocks my window. And then, you know, like, oh, okay, here we go. Roll it on down. What's up? I was not speeding. I didn't say this to her right away. I was not speeding. I'm fuming. I know it's going to be hard to believe, but I, I, I'm kind of an animated guy, kind of loud. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And, and she's like, you were speeding. Same damn thing. I said, I, I want to see that radar. I don't believe I was speeding. I'm in a group of cars. You can't prove that I was speeding in a group of cars. You can't, you know, can't prove that's me versus the other guy over here. She's like, can I go see your radar? Sure. Outstanding. I get up, I look at the radar, and I'm looking in from the window on the, on the driver's side. I see the radar there, and I'm, I'm start taking the number of the, of the radar manufacturer, right? What, that's where you get the, the, the serial number and whatever the manufacturer is. I'm looking at it, and she has it. Whatever the number was, it was speeding, but she can't prove it was mine. I'm pissed, and I'm looking there, and I'm starting to fume, and my, she's behind me, and all of a sudden I hear, Officer needs assistance. Officer <laughs> needs assistance. <laughs> I'm like, what? I mean, oh my, oh no, oh no, 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 no. And like, I'm going back to the car and I'm walking back to the car. Whoop, 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 whoop. Multiple cars pull up. Guys, get back in the car, sir. Get back in the car. I'm like, I haven't done. Get back in the car. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you had a much better experience than I did. Yeah. Well, did you challenge that? You bet your butt I challenged that. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about that. I've challenged many of um, alleged speeding violations <laughs> in Connecticut, and I never was held guilty for it, ever, because they saw the error of their ways, and they, I never had to get found guilty for or it. Or it's, you know, the complexities of the court system, and the officer doesn't show up, or whatever, and no, they let you go. No, no, no. I was right. You were right. <laughs> I was an 18-year-old kid. Of course I was right. <laughs> no, so... I hadn't been to court in a long time, speed court. We need to back up, by the way. Okay. So, so <laughs> the backup shows up, but you got it all smoothed over, obviously. Well, yeah, I, mean, I didn't, didn't go to arrest, jail. They didn't arrest you or right. anything like they that. They gave me a ticket. I get in the car. They said, calm down, sir. And <laughs> like to drive away. Of course, I'm fighting this. I prepped like you read about. All these things you think, you, I have the right to see the radar. Apparently you do or you don't. I don't know. Still to this day, I don't know. But a bunch of people I know who are police officers in other, other jurisdictions said that I don't. And, uh, but I got lucky that I did. And, but there are rules around you know, self-tuning radars and all this different stuff. No one cares. The bottom line is I went up and down the r- rules, regulations, statutes. You know, I, I was prepped. I was prepped. I walk into the court and I'm wearing a suit, a freshly pressed shirt, a tie. Like Perry Mason <laughs> or yes. some other TV lawyer. I was a young, I played one on TV. Uh, I walk in there and I'm waiting and I am, I am fired up. I know I've got a copy of, of uh, the radar detector, actually the radar detector's like, manual. I mean, I am prepped. I I cite, I get it my turn. The judge did not like me at all. I cite all these things. I, ex- I, I cite. Well, I'm sure you weren't exuding any attitude whatsoever. Or, of course or I was er- not. You know. Come on now. <laughs> you I res- know. No, I'm so respectful. It's incredible. It, I'm not saying you weren't respectful, but. Uh, you can imagine. I mean, I'm a fired up kind of guy. But in a setting like that, 
I was respectful. I showed up. I, I, I totally clean, totally pressed, totally prepared. And I'm not thinking like big picture. I'm just thinking focused. And yeah, so anyway, in the end, so I, I cite all these things, everything to do with the persons, everything to do with my car, the situation. I, I bring up, uh, I don't remember, it was the state of Washington versus McGillicuddy. I don't know, but it was something, you know, a statute says this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, I make my case. And I'm finally, I get off my soapbox. And every, I mean, it was pretty cool because, like, I felt like Perry Mason. Every, the, the whole, the whole courtroom. Yeah, it's yeah. silent. They're like, I was proud. I, <laughs> yeah. I felt that I was, I was nervous. I'm shaking a little bit, but I pulled it off. And all my research, and I fought, and I believed I was right. All I know is I look over at the the officer of the court. I'm not sure what it, what, what the bailiff. Yeah, and he's smiling, and just smile ear to ear. I'm like, wow, you must think I did really well. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> the, the the judge actually actually said to me, he says, Mr. Thompson. Is there anything else you would like to ask of the court? No, no, I don't. I don't think so, Your Honor. I think, thank you very much for allowing me to to cite my my grievance and 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 you know what's going on here. It's fabulous. Guilty. Pay your fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, I was couldn't believe it. I was so mad, and he puts his hand up to stop me from going off on some tangent, which he might have assumed I would have done, but I wouldn't have in a court. And he says, "Son, you clearly put a lot of work into this." You walked in here looking like some adjective he used, all suited up. You did all this work, and you even cited something outside of my jurisdiction, or some word, right? That's what he's basically saying. He goes, you know what you didn't do? You never asked me to find you innocent or asked me to drop the charges. (laughs) All you did- And he gave you an out even at the end. he gave me an out. All you did was tell me a narrative. You never told me what you wanted. Go pay your fine. And oh, by the way, give me your license. Yeah, that's the part I remember. Because I drove you to work. For a month. <laughs> For a month. I drove you from, from Westbrook West to, West Lewiston. to Lewiston <laughs> to take you to work. I'm, I couldn't believe it. So I walk out of there knowing if I say another word, I'm going to lose, I don't know, my virginity. He's taking everything <laughs> from me, right? I get take care of all the paperwork, may pay my fine. And... I, I do some more research because of what I do and find out, oh, I might have lost my suspended, had my license suspended, but I can go get permission to drive to work. Yeah. So I, I call the people I got a call for that. And she's like, oh, sure. You know, no problem. And she looks it up and she goes, ooh, <laughs> what did you do? I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, I, we had a great rapport. I'm working on a rapport on this, right? And we had a great rapport. And she's like, oh, you're screwed. <laughs> Why? She goes, this is a court-ordered suspension. This isn't a suspension for like driving after, you know, without a light, uh, without a uh, registration. It's not, you know, I, this is a, a court-ordered suspension. This judge, he uses authority to suspend your license. So, okay, whatever. He goes, no, in that situation, you can't have any any driving privileges at all. Like, for how long? He goes, until such time he sees fit to let you drive again. Wow. So you didn't even have a, have a date? I don't, no rem- date. I don't remember you. Um, I, I just remember it was a period of, of at least a few weeks. It was over a month. So I'm sorry. I was young and stupid. To anyone else who's listening who might have information on this story. <laughs> I'm picturing in this story just kind of a slow fade out of, <laughs> of, of talking. Fade to black. <laughs> oh, well. What uh, 
What do you think most people picture when you reference the term paddle boat? Some quaint lakeside property or maybe a like a little rental scenario in some picturesque park setting? Of course. L.L. Bean, right? L.L. Bean, woods, lakes, yeah. smell of pines in the air. <laughs> <laughs> a couple on a, on a date paddling through... <laughs> Right? <laughs> yes. I know where you're going. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know, when I hear the term paddle boat or think of a paddle boat, a very different picture comes to mind. The big pink boat. The big... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, we'll set the stage here. This is, uh, this is not a lengthy one, but um, you, your family had a, a place up on a lake. Uh, it was your mom, maybe, or uh, my grandmother. Had, your yeah, grandmother. We're up in Hillsborough, New Hampshire. We had a okay. little pond lake. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And they there was a, a paddle boat there that uh, I don't know. If, I don't remember if the property sold or what what the scenario mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, you ended up with this kind of pink. Oh, it was hot uh, pink. This hot pink. Bright hot pink. Paddle boat, all plastic and whatever. I mean, paddle it, it was probably paddle boat. <laughs> <laughs> The thing wasn't it was it was dated for sure. It probably came. Uh, yeah, it I had, mean, yeah. But remember too, we think paddle boat. Don't get us wrong. We're not talking paddle boards. Oh, great point. Right, we're by not talking paddle boards. Are cool. Yeah. Those are fun. We're yeah. talking about you know those little ridiculous rectangles of pieces of molded plastic with two chairs in it, and the two and, of you yeah, are you, beaten you, feet trying to right, paddle like right. a bike. And like I said, when, you know, most people might think of, uh, I don't know, Central Park and, you know, yeah, oh, swans, we're going to go into the swans. And, so and, you're, and you're paddling and we're go with your paddle loved one, holding yes, hands. Yes, exactly, yeah. getting out on the water. Right. So you had this paddle boat, and uh, it came back to your your house. Yeah. I mean, we're in Westbrook, Maine. So. And I we see this paddle boat, and... You know, you, your your house is three streets over from my house, and my house is on a pond. Yes, in a the, glorious in the city. Pond. <laughs> <laughs> Not picturesque. <laughs> Shopping carts, <laughs> yeah, dead bodies, <laughs> well, floating carcasses. <laughs> you know, all right. You know, I don't want to get any hate mail from from the the fine people in uh, in Westbrook, but uh, I loved it, it there. It, it, yeah, I did too. It was a <laughs> It's a source that's the origin of, of so many of these stories. But um, but it was not, you know, lakeside, pine trees, you know. No, that, it was that not. Kind of, that kind of thing. But it was a small body of water. And so I just thought, oh, my God, we've got to have that thing in our yard. And we're going to use it. And we're going to go out on, on the pond and uh, paddle around and check things out. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're going to stick a six-pack of beer because that's. Oh, it had, it, had a, it, had it had a little cooler. A little thing in the back. Yeah, in. that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. So, and so we'll, so we did, so we did, we'll, we'll paddle around. <laughs> These two idiots <laughs> are paddling around Beaver Pond. That's why right, Beaver, Beaver Pond. Pond in, in Westbrook, Maine, in this bright pink paddle boat. You can't say it that way. What do you mean? Big pink boat. Oh, it's the big pink boat. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we thought it'd be fun. It'd be be funny i don't know what we had these like delusions of grandeur like this was oh we totally did some big adventure and we'll uh we'll get out there on the water and angela had decided to video it you know this does she have video i I don't think we have it but somehow we saw it after the fact because (laughs) i remember (laughs) and you know it was one of those little cassette video recorders i mean back in the 2000 or whatever 
pre-digital. And uh, But I remember watching it back because I, I was all excited to see us launch the paddle boat and go churning off into... <laughs> Into the Beaver sunset. Pond, you know, yeah, like we're on a date or something. We were on a know, beer date. We were, <laughs> and uh, anyway, uh, I watched the the video back, and it was the most ridiculous looking thing because you're six five, I'm six one pounds. You know, we're sitting in the front of this paddle boat, and it's plowing the water out of the way. The back end of it is sticking straight, sticking up. straight up in the air, and all you hear is, you know, and. Off we go. So, anyway. It's a visual for you for the day. Yeah. Is your, this is a typical day in the life of Mike and Greg. Uh, <laughs> Let's go on a beer date. <laughs> the big pink boat. All right. Well, I think that'll wrap it up for today. Thanks, everybody, for listening to another episode of uh, Famous Last Words. That's right. Cheers, Taco. <laughs> Cheers, Taco. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? <laughs> My little enchilada. <laughs> Well, okay. <laughs> anyway, so um, you know, I I think we'll we'll close out by saying uh, if you like what you heard, we'd love it if you uh, considered subscribing to this uh, podcast on your whatever your favorite podcast app may be. Uh, consider following, subscribing, liking, rating, commenting. If you leave us a review, we might even might even play it on the uh, not play it on the air, I guess, but. We'll, we'll read it. We'll read it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, give us something worthy of talking about on the air. We'll read it out loud. Everyone wants to hear your comments. Sure. But uh, most importantly, we uh, we appreciate you listening and <laughs> hope you had a good laugh and a great day. Cheers. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to Fameless Last Words. If you like what you just heard, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends. And be sure to subscribe or follow us so that you can catch new episodes as they're released each week. Need to contact Greg and Mike or have a question about an episode? Send us an email at famelesslastwords at gmail.com. Fameless Last Words is recorded and produced by Mike Foley and Greg Thompson. Greg and Mike hope you had a good laugh and have a great day. <laughs>